Welcome again to our Freedom Talks with Vivek G. These mini episodes answer the questions that are on the forefront of our seekers' minds. In this episode, we ask the questions, how much should we be thinking about the past? How do we balance learning with quieting the mind? Let's tune in. Why a Freedom Talk? Yesterday, I facilitated a workshop on building community on Vedanta. And my overall message was, Vedanta, or the science of happiness, is the only way you can build a community. Otherwise, a community will struggle, will break. And a tactile way to do this to create a sense of ease. When you're with another person or or other people and everyone feels at ease, that is community. But if everyone is uptight, is not being honest, that's not a community. Make everyone feel at ease and a simple way to do this, inquire into their well-being. And not a robotic, how are you? And they're saying all of these sad things and you keep smiling and nodding. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Inquire into their well-being. With that, we shift over to our questions. Vivekji, it has been such a blessing to hear you every morning and evening now. We feel so lucky to have this daily presence. It is making a big difference. My dad has now joined as well And the difference is, every day when we connect, now we speak about what you shared. It's a daily post satsang. Good. How much should we think about the past and guidance on what to think about the past? This is the first question. You should only think of the past if it helps you in the present and future. And if it doesn't help you, don't think about it. The past is the past for a reason. If you think of the past and it doesn't help you, that's called regret. If you think of the past and it helps you, that's called learning. Learn from the past. Do not regret the past. In a micro way, a seeker of ours her pet of many, many, many years has passed away. And I was sharing with her, remember how fortunate you are to have had those memories rather than thinking of the future that he's not with you anymore. So you're carrying the benefit of the past into the present, not harming the present. Next. I'm curious and want to learn more. The more I learn about myself and the world, the more desires I seem to have. (laughs) I find this contradicts quietening the mind. How do you balance (laughs) the learning with quietening the mind? (laughs) 
There's four people that live in this house. You know that, correct? One is like th- one is like three. Yeah. Come. <laughs> when you start to inquire, when you start to introspect, what happens is you start to find more weaknesses. And part of the expression of these weaknesses is desire. Desire for popularity or desire for accomplishment. So that does happen. But now the point to be noted here is that's there whether you know it or not. And the sooner you know it, the more you can work on that, the more you can let that go. So this is not a contradiction to quietening the mind. This is a necessary process. Like a physical exercise. When you first start, it hurts you and you think, why am I exercising? But once you get into your rhythm, you come to appreciate that this was required, that warm up, that struggle. When you're finished your exercise, you definitely appreciate that. Now, one more point. In terms of desire, we should have desires that make us more desireless. If you have desires that are causing more desires, that is a wasteful way to live. If your desires are making you more desireless, that is a productive way to live. As simple as, I have a desire for getting, the more I get, the more greedy I become. If I have a desire for giving, the more I give, the more I tune into my own joyous nature, the more I want to give without reciprocity, expectation, and so on.